Shout out to our friends at the Dudes Brew for hosting us this weekend at their location in Torrance. This segment is brought to you by our friends at the Dudes Brewing Company with five tasting rooms in Southern California. Torrance, which I was there this weekend. Santa Monica, Santa Clarita, Huntington Beach, and Thousand Oaks. To order beer from the source or learn about the Dudes Brewing Company, visit their website, thedudesbrew.com. Com. And shout out to everybody who went out, uh, hung out in Torrance with me and Trudell to watch the game yesterday. All right. So we were just talking about the Lakers. So Carmelo Anthony, we already talked about him. He could be linked to the Lakers now more than ever, according to Woj. It's going to be fascinating to see the Lakers don't want to waive somebody um, because they got guaranteed contracts. Right. But there may be some moves that get done, and Carmelo could be a Laker. Here's the deal with Lonzo. Out four to six weeks, which Kirk... Puts him at best back in about March or so. Um, how do you feel about the questions about Lonzo's durability? No, oh, it's a, it's a it's a problem right now. It, it's a it's a real thing that Lonzo Ball has been injured over the last couple of years. How many games can you get out of him? Um, now all, all of a sudden he becomes damaged goods if you decide to put him in a trade this offseason. Like these are some of the things that you want to know. If I'm a team that is trying to give up assets, or if the Lakers are trying to acquire Anthony Davis. You better not put in the, don't give me no Lonzo. He's damaged goods. And I said it before, I'm a Warriors fan. We had to go through this with Steph Curry. And Steph, you know, you just could not feel the, the confidence that he would stay healthy. And because of that, it actually made him sign a deal that was very team friendly. Now, after he signed that deal, right. he blew up and became Steph Curry. And that deal seemed to look like a bargain. And what's, eventually led to what the Warriors dynasty has looked like. But those concerns are real because this is now two years in a row and he is missing a significant time last two seasons. Yeah, Kyrie Irving also was a guy who was kind of injury prone early in his career. Now, you can bounce back from that stuff, but it's not always the case. But to your point is that if he is someone that they are considering dealing for a bigger superstar, that, that's what opposing GMs are going to do. They're going to sit there and they're going to nitpick like, oh, well, you know, he missed all these games this year. He missed mm-hmm. all these games last year. Like, how durable is he? Those are valid questions. And by the way, even if you're the Lakers and planning on keeping him, I mean, those are questions you have to ask kind of moving forward. It's something that Rob Polinka talked about last year in the offseason about he's got to get bigger and stronger. He's got to be in our workout program. Right. Uh, it was kind of a shot at LeVar, if anything, at that point. Uh, and look, Lonzo came back in much better shape. He looked bigger. He looked stronger right. to his credit. And, and and it may just be a freak thing, but it is but, something to keep an eye on. And also, too, before you switch, George, remember, Steph had to almost re... you know re- Learn everything. Re- learn it. But yeah. even the way he wears his shoes, Lonzo wears these low-top shoes. Yeah. Now, does he have to wear some mids, some yeah. highs? Right. Is he got to wear an ankle brace at some point? Like yeah. Those are, are real-time concerns. Alright, we've been talking about the game a ton, but we haven't talked about the real star of this weekend, which was Tony Romo. Oh, man. If people didn't love him already, they love him now. Uh, Tony Romo was... And he's been doing this for a while, but you know, like you said, AFC, NFC championship game, you have a combined, you know, 80 something million people watching between the mm-hmm. two games. Now granted, there's a lot of crossover. Um, but there were a lot of people new to this that didn't see how Tony Romo basically would call plays out before they happened. They've got to go back to the Brady sneak or something, don't they? Oh, they're killing it. Usually means a motion and a run out wide to the right. Here's the hand. If he's doubled, you're going to throw inside right here. 
Goes down the field to Gronk. Turns around, makes the catch. So he did a lot of that. There's plenty more of that. CBS television on the call. And look, he has become America's darling. Like, not since John Madden have I seen someone get universal love like this. Yeah. I mean, first of all, that throw that he was talking about, that one-on-one, uh, that was right, literally right in front of me uh, on that sideline. And I'm watching that play. And Tom Brady couldn't have threw a better ball. But at the same time, what Tony Romo is doing, he has great, not only insight, he sees the game so different because he's a quarterback, but then also he brings that genuine fan energy mm-hmm. that you want in a broadcast. It's palpable. Yeah. yeah. I do it in college football and I have to really be able to, you know, you've got to play both fan bases. I think it's different in the National Football League because you know the storylines, you know the players, and we know Tony is a, cowboy but that has never for me taken away from the way that he calls games he does it to a point where you enjoy his listen and you enjoy his insight uh next we've got todd Gurley's troll job on instagram oh, so you man. know we've had a lot of uh nba players and even nfl players exchange jerseys right so he put up a picture on his <laughs> instagram where he's exchanging jerseys with the lead official <laughs> from the game now some people like mike francesa the old gas bag in new york right. uh and, and i say that lovingly because he's a legend in radio but he is a gas bag yeah. I'm not necessarily OG, triple OG. Yeah, yeah. But he is a gas bag. You know, he's like one of those old school, I want to yell at you for all these hours. I mean, he started Sports Talk Radio. He did. That's what I'm saying. Like, but it doesn't doesn't change that he's a gas bag. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? So, um, he actually thought the damn thing was real. Um, and shout out to his producers for not (laughs) telling him that it was real because it was more funny that way. Uh, there's a rant online. You can find it on online. Basically, him going off (laughs) thinking the referee exchanged jerseys with him. But shout out. Troll game on 10 for Todd Gurley. Do you love it? I love it. I don't like it. Why? I don't like it. Oh, come on, Kirk. I don't like that. No, because it's the integrity of the game, and and basically you're mocking the officials. Yeah, absolutely, because all of a sudden now... No fun, Morrison. Oh, yeah. Now, all of a sudden, in the Super Bowl, and the Rams don't get a call, like, see, because Todd was doing... I just, look, you, you, there was a call that was made. It Mm -hmm. it did not... I mean, there was a call that was not made. It didn't go against you. I don't think you have to be... uh, Make light of a sensitive situation in which you are continuing your season, and yet someone else's season ended on a call i think todd look hey first of all i could say in that moment he should be swapping jerseys with the the you know the new orleans saints defense that held him to 10 yards on four carries like we should also put up a question mark sign and say hey ty Gurley, who's missing or a milk box sign so be careful what you troll yeah you're going to the super bowl but it wasn't because of your performance uh lastly uh today is uh martin luther king day mm-hmm. and uh, in remembrance of the great martin luther king who obviously helped uh, you know civil rights activists who cre- helped create the civil rights act uh, helped create the voting act mm-hmm. um and it's a day of remembrance in a lot of ways now the florida state seminoles who are uh, coached by Willie Taggart, uh, somehow, for some reason, thought it was a good idea to include Martin Luther King on... Did you see this? No, I haven't seen it Oh, yet. we got to show you, man. You got to find me. So, if, just go on your phone real quick. Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, Florida State, <laughs> and you see what they did. They put out, like, a, like not a meme, but like... Uh, a billboard, I guess, on yeah. Twitter. It kind of included Martin Luther MLK King with his hand with the Florida State glove on it. Also, right, kind of like a wide receiver uh, glove doing the tomahawk yeah. chop. No, I, I, no. When I first saw it, I have to be honest, was not offended. No, I, I mean, I Let don't. Me see. I, I mean, 
Look, I'm not one to speak on this. I thought it was stupid, like in the sense of that's <laughs> oh, probably not how you want to remember Martin Luther King. <laughs> True enough. Like, yeah. It's kind of like when people start praying to God about games. About wins. Yeah. Right, and yeah. wins and losses. I'm like, yo, God's got a lot of other things he's got to worry about. Right, right, he ain't right. worried about you and your game, okay? Like the the memory of Martin Luther King shouldn't yeah. be associated with the tomahawk chop. Florida okay? State Seminoles do something. If I cannot do great things... I can do small right. things in a great way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, don't but pull out. It's silly. As, as a brother, I'm not pulling out the black card for that one. Right. You know what no, I'm saying? No. But it is silly. You would agree. Do something. Eh, I would, eh. it, it was a stretch on their part. It, it was a stretch. A, yeah. A stretch. That's that, kind like, of the point. You don't. Yeah, so they deleted it, obviously, because yeah, of the backlash. To. Had to. Yeah. All right, so that's what's trending. Brought to us by our friends at the Dudes Brewing Company. Again, five locations in Southern California: Torrance, Santa Monica, Santa Clarita, Huntington Beach, and Thousand Oaks. Go to their website to order from the source: thedudesbrew.com. All right, you were at the Pats Chiefs games. There's all sorts of talk about overtime rules. Uh, we'll get into that. Plus. Why the Rams deserve your respect, Southern California. We'll tell you next. Sedano Show here on ESPN LA. Sorry we're running a little late here. About two and a half minutes behind. But uh, got a lot of things I want to get to here, including Kirk. Uh, since he was there in Arrowhead yesterday. Get to all this overtime nonsense. Uh, but, Mike, you were at the MLK Day Parade. Yes, yes. And now... I saw you and Dave Roberts have a little interaction on your Instagram. Yes, yes. Yeah. What he, was that all he about? He led the parade, and I was like, yeah, Dave, let's go. Let's get it next year. Let's get it. He said, no, this year, baby. That's true. This year, he corrected me. It He's is right. this it year. It is this year. He did. He yes. corrected you. He corrected me. Yeah. Yeah. So. If you go on Mike's Instagram, you'll see Dave Roberts said, no, nah, no, nah, this year. He's pointing yep, like right this now. This year, man. It was good to see Dave Roberts out there, man, at the MLK parade. A lot of other uh, you know, celebrities and people just. That Who was there? Big boy from power, you know, power. from, from ninety two to three. Oh, he's ninety two yeah, to three. Yeah, no, right. power, right. power right. folks, and yeah. um, Maxine Waters, who we call, oh, okay. Auntie, we call Auntie. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just you know, of course, ABC News right. and a Were lot the of Chargers people. there. They were, bro. Yeah, and it's, I'm, and, I, and I have respect for the Chargers, but because they do hook us up with, they did have they this do. look on their face, and I'm not trying to be funny. They had this look on their face, like. Dang, the Rams are in a Super Bowl, and we just we're walking through this parade. Mm. I just see one Charger fan out there. Mm. It's just I know it's a blow to the Chargers because they were close, also. But to be fair, though. I don't know if you're going to see any Charger fans or jerseys because you got a dashiki on right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, you do. You do yes. have a dashiki on. Yeah, I, I mean, you got a dashiki on, brother. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't know if too many folks is riding the jersey going to an MLK parade. I'm they are. A lot of Rams fans. Oh, a oh, lot of Rams okay, fans. Okay, good. Because of the win. Yeah, because of the win. Yeah. Yeah, they're showing yeah. out to it. There were what? a lot of people at the airport yesterday to greet them. Were there new jerseys or were they like... Like the, the the old jersey. See, that's how you know what kind of Rams. Oh, it had all kind of throwbacks. Oh, Eric Dickerson see, throwbacks. See, yeah, the old, yeah. Them the OG Rams. But fans. I like. I want them to wear the blue and the yellow. Like, yeah, yeah I the, love that color. That's the combination, not the stuff they wore yesterday. Yeah, they, they'll wear. They, I think they'll wear the. Uh, they, they'll wear the the iconic blue and blue yellow. Yellow. That's what they need to wear because the Patriots the only Bowl. wear the. They, they want to wear the white. Right. The Patriots. That's that's their thing. Blue pants, white top. Yeah. Super Bowl. Okay. Good. They like that. I, I want the blue and the yellow. Yeah. If I'm the Rams. Uh, all right. So, 
<laughs> I feel bad for the Chargers, man. Yeah, they're trying. They're trying. They're I was going to move parade, on, but I needed yeah. to. I needed to make <laughs> yeah. sure we and show them. Look, a little they played well this season, yeah. you know, and they were close. Maybe the Chargers dashiki. Yo, they gotta make. That. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's a money making opportunity for you, Mike. Here in L.A. Maybe. I'm just joking. Maybe, maybe. Uh, so um, the Rams deserve people's respect around here. Okay, oh, yeah, I mean what they've been able to accomplish, right. Kirk, in a very short amount of time. I mean, if you. If you just rewind to right. two years ago, okay, mm-hmm. when Jeff Fisher was still the coach here, okay, right. but at the end of that season, you know, we're sitting there looking around, you know, it was a little over two years now. Mm-hmm. We're going, oh, man, this thing's going to take a long, long time. Yeah. time. And then Sean McVay comes in, and people are like, mm, we'll see, what's up? And, you know, I remember there were a lot of people looking around going, oh, man, it's going to be 5 and 11, 6 and 10. And shout out to our man. We got to get him on the show this week. Ryan Clark. Okay. RC. Ryan Clark, ESPN NFL analyst. He was, you know, he played with the Redskins and the Steelers for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was with the Steelers for most of his career and then went back to the Redskins, which was his original team at the end. And he came on these airwaves and told me straight up, he goes, yo, that dude is the Doogie Hauser of coaches. He is going to be a beast. You're going to see it. You're going to come back, and you're going to thank me later. And he right. has been absolutely right. Sean McVay is the Doogie Hauser of coaching. Like, he, think about it. He was in high school when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl. That's how how good that dude is that he is he's the youngest coach he's right. gonna he's the youngest coach to ever make a super bowl correct and he i think is going to end up being the youngest coach to ever win a super bowl i appreciate you buttering me up george <laughs> you got it sean so the rams what they've been able to accomplish right. in the three years that they've been here sean mcveigh in the two years he's been here less need get aggressive man he right. is uh, not only because here's the thing there's a lot of gms that get aggressive we've seen this in the national football league before where they're like loading up on free agents this right. that and the other but it's the cap is still clean yeah. even though he's loaded up on free agents so he's taken into um account that Yes, they want to win now. They want to make an imprint because of this town. You, you know, you've got the Lakers who have won a gazillion championships. You've got the Dodgers that have an amazing following at four million people through the turnstiles right. uh, every year. You know, the Kings have won some titles. The hockey team, USC. You know what I mean? People got love for them. UCLA basketball is a crowded field, is what I'm trying to say. So for you to cut through, you got to win big. And here they are. They have cut through, and those guys deserve your respect. And another reason. Everyone needs to get on the bandwagon. I know some of you out there are Raider fans. A few of you are Charger fans. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, if you are L.A., yeah. you hate Boston. So the Celtics-Lakers rivalry has taught you to hate Boston. You need to get on this Rams bandwagon for the greater good, okay? Luke Skywalker, Sean McVay, needs to take out Darth Vader. Bill Belichick, and we need to make sure that L.A. beats Boston because the Red Sox got the better of L.A. last time with the Dodgers. So this is a rivalry that transcends into multiple sports, and the Rams deserve your love, not only for what they've been able to accomplish, but because of that fact alone, I think that should be a big reason people get behind this. Yeah, absolutely. And, and don't let what the Rams are doing fool you to let you know that the Lakers are still in in, in the bottom of the in the, in the standings right now in the Western Conference. LeBron understands that, and I think that's why LeBron tweeted out, hey, it's it's L.A. strong, L.A. united. We're going to do this L.A. us together. So that's going to be, you know, one thing that I'm looking at as well. 
Yeah, so look, man, I just think that those dudes deserve your love. You know what I mean? I know that <laughs> you feels like on this station, I know some of you, Raider fans have been pushing back hard, okay? And yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. And look, Raider fan, I'm not saying that you shouldn't love your team. I'm just saying this, these <laughs> next two weeks, show some love to the home team, you know? Show some love to the team that's going to go up against, from a city perspective, your biggest rival, okay? Um, they're the ones that have been in the way, uh, when it comes to the Lakers, you know, numerous times, clearly when it's, you know, last year with the Dodgers, there is a real rivalry there. And just on that alone, you should get behind them. But look, you, it, the way to turn people, and, and I'm going to be honest, okay? I was watching that game. Yeah. I was jumping out of my couch. And there has not been a, re- I mean, look, clearly the Chiefs game was amazing to right. watch, but that's different, right? That's a regular season game. Yeah. Like you find out how invested you are in a team once they're in the playoffs. Absolutely. Okay. And I was as invested as I've been in a long time watching that Cowboy game. And I was like turned up to a different level <laughs> watching that game because I went to, I went to the Dudes, Dudes Brew for yeah. the first half. Then I, I told the Dudes oh. Brew, Folks, I go, yo, second half, I got to go to the crib. I got to make sure I'm paying attention to the game. I got to be ready to do the radio show. So I went home, and the old switcheroo worked. The old venue switcheroo, (laughs) and the Rams were able to win. But I'm telling you, I was as invested as I've been in a football game in a long, long time because – Kirk, you understand this. Mike, you get this. Funches, you get this. You work in media for so long. Yeah. You get a little jaded. You know what I mean? Like, even the teams I've grown up rooting for, like, it takes a minute. It takes the playoffs for right. me to really get the flames stoked again. And this wasn't a team I have any real relationship with, other than right. the fact of we've created a relationship with the team through the radio show. Correct. Sean has come on the show a ton, and we, we love Sean. I appreciate you buttering me up, George. You know it. I got you. And and, and I, I feel emotionally invested in this team, and I think that that, to me, if I can do it, then yeah. anybody can do it. I mean, for me, it's it's easy. Sitting through the last three years of every single Rams game, doing their pregame, postgame coverage. And I still think even still, though, George, when you look at the Rams and what they've been able to accomplish – it's, I think we're all invested. We live here. So we see it. We understand it. And it's, it's huge, not just for Los Angeles, but for football to come back to Los Angeles. Cause that was one of the things people always ask. They ask the question, would football work in Los Angeles? Football has worked. Football is alive and well. Yeah. They've got a representative in the Super Bowl and we'll see. It, only thing is, I'm just saying, if they have a parade, where's the parade going to be at? You know what I mean? Where do you have the parade at, George, in Los Angeles for the Rams? Is it the same way of a Laker parade? Yeah, down Figueroa, man. Down Figueroa. Yeah. There it is. Absolutely. I don't think there's any question. So I know Mike going. <laughs> yeah. All right. So coming up next, we can talk about parade routes in a second, but let's talk about this Patriots team, okay? You and I. Let's yeah. talk about this matchup between New England and the Rams. We'll get to that. Uh, don't forget, Toyota Countdown to tip off coming up at six o'clock. Uh, myself and Michael Thompson. It's the Sedano Show, ESPN LA. But before that, got to tell you about my friends at Mercedes Benz of Encino, okay? Listen, you want to be a big baller shot caller? Yeah, you got to go to Mercedes-Benz of Encino. They got a pre-owned sales event right now. Mercedes-Benz certified pre-owned sales event going on at Mercedes-Benz of Encino on Ventura Boulevard, located near the 101 and 405 right there in Encino. All the customers in the San Fernando Valley, you're listening to me now, are in the greater Los Angeles area. Get down there so you can buy with confidence. 
Let them exceed your expectations. How do you do that? By calling them. That's the first step. 1-800-GO-MERCEDES or visit them online at mbencino.com. They got an AMG showroom for the extra big ballers out there. Even I can't afford that stuff, but it's beautiful. They took, they gave me the tour and they'll give you the tour as well. Speaking of which, I went out there thinking, oh, I'm going to get the VIP treatment. I'm the radio guy. You know, I'm doing their commercials and whatnot. And then I noticed everybody out there getting the VIP treatment. And you know what? That's how you stay in business for over 50 years. So do what I did. Go get yourself a car at Mercedes Benz of Encino. They got a certified pre-owned sales event, uh, right there. Ventura Boulevard in Encino near the 101 and 405 freeways. Go check them out. Call them at 1-800-GO-MERCEDES or visit them online at mbencino.com. All right, Sedano Show here on ESPN. Just let me come back, man. It's all good. Sit on a show here on ESPN LA. If you, your computer frozen, we just come back on. Uh, sometimes that's how it works. So there you have it. All right, Kirk Morris and Sedano with you here. Yeah. Getting ready for the Toyota Countdown, a tip-off coming up a little bit. So if you want your Laker action, uh, we will have all the latest for you coming up in a few minutes. So that's what we'll do. Uh, we will take you up to the top of the hour here. So, Kirk, yes, sir. we've been talking a lot about this. what happened this weekend. We have yet to look forward. Um, so now it's time to look forward. Shout out to my man here, Kirk Morrison, because he said this last week. Yeah, this was the When you time. were predicting, you <laughs> said Patriots, Rams, Super Bowl, and then you took it a step further. You said the dynasty started, the Patriots dynasty started with the Rams. And it will end with the Rams because you think the Rams are going to win. Yeah. So, all right, tell me about these matchups. Like, what? Okay, if you're the Rams, wow. Okay. What is your biggest concern? Is it just Brady? Tom Brady. That, that's that's my biz- biggest concern. Uh, Tom Brady is the uh, greatest quarterback of all time. He's already put himself um, in that category. He's been to now. This is his ninth. Super Bowl. He's been to nine. He's won five, and this could be number six. It's to me, he is in a a, a glorified air right now, George, and that's that that scares me. That there is no situation that he's never seen. Think about it. He's been down in Super Bowls. He's been up. You know, think about twenty eight three. Think about the overtime game against the Atlanta Falcons. He won. Uh, you think about the other matchups that he's won Super Bowls in, where there was a late second field goals that actually beat the Rams and Adam Vinatieri, and coming back and beating the Carolina Panthers, and in Jacksonville finding a way to beat the Eagles. It's just the, the you know now it was a little bit of luck. In terms of what happened with Seattle, not running the football with Marshawn Lynch, right. but the the when you think about the thing that scares me the most, it's still Tom Brady. That's what scares me the most in this matchup. And then seeing those guys, I was in that locker room yesterday post game with the Patriots, and just hearing what they're saying. I mean, they really feel that they're the underdog. I mean, you can hear Tom Brady. It's ridiculous, after, though. Come on, they are not the underdog. But they they psych themselves up to be like which the, which by the way because the, the the noise is loud. He was like, "Can you hear the noise? Whatever. I'm too old. So I'm stupid. too slow. Yeah, hey, you're too slow. You can't play for another team. I, I, I'm 41, and and Tom really he he feeds that stuff, man. And the whole team really they they believe it. George, I, I I was shocked to see that that was a team yesterday that won a game, and yet everything that I kept asking every guy in there was, man, we don't want the feeling that we had last year versus Philadelphia. We had the opportunity to take that game, and we didn't. And they're pulling from what happened last year mm-hmm. and pulling and say, hey, we won it the year prior to that, but last year hurt 
because we weren't as aggressive as Doug Peterson, and they had to watch the Philly Philly or Philly Special all year long, right? And they get reminded yeah. of how they lost well, last year's Super but Bowl. But here's the thing: the funny part is the Philly Special happened, but they tried that play with Brady first, right? right. Remember, he Brady it. he dropped the yeah, ball, he dropped it, you know, and he became a meme after yeah. that, you know, because the internet is a savage, you yeah. know, and they have no forgiveness. Uh, but look, I think that. Look, clearly, Brady, it all starts and ends with Brady. Right. Um, but do you worry a little bit about what the Patriots can do defensively? Because Belichick, you know, we always hear it. You give right. Belichick two weeks. We saw what happened with the Chargers, right, who were looking good on offense. and They were putting up all sorts of points. Like, Sean McVay is the boy wonder, and he's a right. genius for a good reason. But he's going up against Darth Vader now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, Darth Vader's got all sorts of power, the dark side, all you. that stuff. And... Man, it's a different test, right? He hasn't seen this particular test. Yeah, and it comes to another point, too, that the the Super Bowl is two weeks away, and so does two, excuse me, two fan bases have to wait for their head coaches. The Cincinnati Bengals have to wait an extra two weeks for Zach Taylor, uh, the wide receiver coach for the Rams and and passing game coordinator. And you mentioned the Miami Dolphins. They got to wait an extra week uh, for Brian Flores, who was the defensive coordinator for the Patriots, who I saw yesterday in the locker room. I said, hey, good job, coach. Congratulations. He may have thought I was saying congrats on the game yesterday, but I'm actually saying congrats on getting on, the, on, on the yeah. Miami job. Yeah. And yet he can't say that he's technically the head coach. So uh, that's also something the Patriots have to go through as well. I remember it last year. Do Patriots, you think that hurts them? And it did last year because you in had what two, sense? Remember last year you had two coaches, McDaniel, McDaniel's, and remember uh, Matt Patricia, right? That both were. Slided or slotted in to have jobs, right? And then McDaniel's, and right then McDaniel's, yeah. you know, left yeah. Indianapolis at the altar for yeah. and Frank Wright comes in, right? Uh, is it the same similar situation? I think they'll be able to handle it a little bit differently. How do the Rams handle it? That part of it. Uh, this is going to be an interesting media session. I can't wait for that. The media night. The Rams got some personalities. Patriots been there, done that since you know, like. So media opening night, George is is you know it's the big giant it's it's media day, but they turn into this big night, right? And the last what I've done five of these. Well, this is my fifth, yeah. And the Patriots have been in four of them, and so when you do the four that I've done with the Patriots, it is probably the most boring media session of all of them. Like, when the Patriots are out there, it is, like, quiet. Like, there's nothing to really talk about because the Patriots are going to give you blah, blah, blah answers. They're not going to say anything about the game. They're going to be very complimentary of their opponent. They're going to say, oh, you know what, I love you know that, that guy. and Look, th- this team is great, and we, we, we really pride ourselves on what the Rams are doing, blah, 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 blah. So you're not going to get anything from the Rams in their media session. Right. But when – I mean, I'm sorry, the Patriots in their media session. Yeah. That I think we want to see what the Rams are going to do. What are the Rams media session? Like you mentioned, Marcus Peters putting the microphone in front of him. Aqib Tlaib returning to his second Super Bowl, playing against his former team in the New England Patriots. Andrew Whitworth, a guy who had to wait his whole entire career just to win a playoff game. Right. You know what I mean? Then you got Sean McVay. Obviously, Ty Gurley returning to the state of Georgia, where he made a name for himself. C.J. Anderson off the streets. Mm-hmm. Off the streets. I know. It's crazy. Um, Literally off the street. Brandon I mean, Cooks, didn't... who actually played in last year's Super Bowl yeah. and had a, and fell asleep or got knocked to sleep 
in last year's Super Bowl. Actually, he got knocked out of the game. So, yeah. I mean, George, the storylines are so are, are, are there. There's tons of them. I don't yeah. think there's and any question. And look, by the way, Todd Gurley's a storyline, right? Yes, His health is a storyline. Um, and, and look, shout out to Todd Gurley because he could have been salty about the way things have gone on. Right. Now, I, I think a lot of it is injury. Like, I know Correct. that they're not going to talk about it, but I think right. his knees are a little rattled right now. Um, but he had a moment I thought with Josina Anderson that I thought was fascinating. And you know what we'll do is I'm going to play it, um, before we go. Right. Um, uh, because I want people to listen to it. Um, because that's how you act as a good teammate. Like right. for, you know, we get, people love to highlight Kirk when guys are quote unquote divas. Right. But we rarely highlight the guys who are great teammates. I mean, we, we kind of associate that with most quarterbacks. Um, but the other positions, the other glamour positions, running back, wide receiver especially, never get labeled as <laughs> diva, great teammates. Diva, diva. Right, yes. they do. So I want to run that um, kind of before we go. I, you know, Literally, it will take us to the end of the show. It is a, about a minute and 12 seconds. And I want you to listen to what a great teammate sounds like. And we'll do that you know, in about a minute or so. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that Todd Gurley's health is as important as anything for this game, right? Like, what, what, you think he's gonna get more carries than I do. I think about 20 touches, you think way more. Yeah, no, I, I would say, you know, I think two weeks of rest, I think he's only got so many carries in him, but the adrenaline of playing in a Super Bowl, um, this was their MVP this year. He's also was possibly the, uh, offensive player of the year as well, uh, as a candidate. So it, it's a lot, I think, that can go into this game, George, and, and it's funny that, um, you know, I think that the adrenaline maybe may get a little bit extra because you don't know when you get an opportunity to play in this game again. Right. Like, it's not like you can be Dan Marino, get there. One oh, year trust and, me, and dog. Never, yeah, seven-year-old George is still waiting for Dan Marino to get there. You know so what I'm saying? You got to take advantage of an opportunity that you probably will never, ever get. I mean, I didn't get an opportunity to play in the Super right. Bowl. So yeah. I know that these guys have to really understand and realize what's at stake. And I think... You know, Todd was probably, will definitely find a way to be out there. All right. Shout out to you. Thank you for coming by as always, yes, man. Sir. Appreciate it. Shout out to DeMarco and Funches and Mike as well. Thank you so much. I'm going to leave you with Todd Gurley. You're going to want to listen to this. Let your kids listen to this. Uh, if you can't get it now, find it on the internet. Here's Todd Gurley as we end the show on what it's like to be a, a member of a team. And this is what a real teammate sounds like. Here's, here he is with Josina Anderson of ESPN. But first of all, you got to put it into the words. How does it feel to be going to the Super Bowl? God is good. God is good. I love my teammates. You know, we, we fought hard. You know, they all encouraged me all game. You know, even when I had the mistakes, you know, that was all in my ear. And I really, I really love this team. You know, coaches, everybody. It was, it, man, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It seems like you're almost to near tears. What is in your heart right now? It's the love of the game. I love this game so much. I've been dreaming of this all my life and for us to be able to be in this position to make it to the Super Bowl oh man so it's such a great feeling such a great feeling now you didn't uh, play in the third quarter you came back in the fourth were you hurt what happened no I didn't play good I didn't deserve to be in there CJ was in there he did his thing everybody held me down we all held each other and we just we just got it done we just got it done thank you Lord thank you and lastly, what did the Rams prove to the world? We just going to the Super Bowl. We got one more thing to do, and that's just to win one more game. Thank you, Lord.